Welcome to the No Toes Down podcast at Big Cat Country and SB Nation. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at No Toes Down and email us at notoesdown at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe and rate us. enthusiasm to make it through this episode let's go how are you feeling super sweet oh my god we're amped and pumped i love it when the jags lose two games in a row to division rivals when they mean so much couldn't have said it any better oh my god this team is the worst (laughs) i can't take it anymore two weeks in a row the season is on the line you have to play the texans and the colts back to back it is the C. You win both games, you are looking good, leading the division, and what do they do? Just let it all go away. Okay, so it's one thing to play these games and, you know, lose, but you're in the game, you're competitive. These guys are not, they're getting wiped off the field. The total score was like 59 to 16 over two games. 59 to 16. That is not even close. These are divisional games that change the season. You could be, even if you went one and one, you'd be in the playoff race. You'd be there. You'd have a chance. And these guys come out and lay two of the biggest eggs. I don't remember being so pissed off about the team and disappointed about the team. It's ridiculous. Ah. So earlier, you know how I was talking to you and I said to you that it felt like It was painful because it was humiliating, but not humiliating in the term in terms of how different the scores were, Mm -hmm. but in how those touchdowns happened. They were so ridiculous that you wondered if there was any skill on the field. Oh, you mean like giving up two hundred and something yards of rushing to a totally average rushing offense? Giving up rushing yards to a team who had no wide receivers. Their first and second best wide receiver were out. Their quarterback was on one knee. Go into the game. Your focus should be just stop them from running and let make their pass game try and beat you because they have no good pass options. No, up the middle, up the middle, up the sideline, 50 yards, 30 yards. Oh, hey, 30-19, let's get a stop. No, let's throw a bubble screen, let it run for 31 yards. Hey, guys, this is amazing. What a team. What a squad. So friggin' embarrassing. Like, I can't believe they do that. I know. It was brutal. So, I mean, you pretty much already ranted your way into it, but what's your full recap of the game? Well, on the second drive, Nick Foles hits DJ Chark for a touchdown, and you're thinking, wow, signs of good things to come. Up 7 nothing, And then the ensuing drive, the Colts, they start stringing these runs, 10 yards, 8 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards. And I, right then and there, I don't know if I said it to you or to myself, probably to myself, I was like, oh man, not this again. This game is not going to end well. And it just didn't stop. It was like an avalanche. And the running backs just kept gashing the Jags. And that was basically the game recap. They couldn't stop them. And there, there really never felt like there was much of a hope. Um, because they couldn't get off the field on defense. It was ridiculous. One guy on the Colts team, I don't even remember his name, because I've never heard of this guy. I know most players in the NFL. I've never heard of this running back. 
He ran for a hundred and something yards. Turns out he had run for one yard the whole season. Plays oh. the Jags, runs for a hundred something yards. He's like their fourth string running back. Marlon Mack gets a hundred and something, gets injured, goes out in the third or fourth quarter. It's okay. We can put in Jimmy Sammy Sweat Socks. He goes in there and just starts <laughs> running all over them too. It's so bad. Oh my god, these guys are ridiculous. I don't know how you come off a bye and play like that. Fuck, man. Brutal. Are, are we supposed to feel better because these are teams with a winning record? I mean, that's the thing, too. Okay, some people say, oh, the Colts, they have a winning record. They're leading the division. They just lost to the Dolphins at home last week. The Dolphins. So the Dolphins go in and beat the Colts, and the Jags lose by 60 billion points to the Colts. Okay, so are the Colts good? No, they just lost to the Dolphins. So the Jags are even worse. Then the week before, or two weeks before, they played the Texans, and you think, oh, well, it's the Texans. We went to London. That's a tough one. The Texans just got wiped off the face of the earth by the Ravens today. Imagine if the Jaguars played the Ravens. They'd probably give up 60 billion rush yards, and they would have had to forfeit the game after the second quarter. I wouldn't be able to watch that. Oh, my God. So... The game recap is, what the hell was that? And that's about it. I can't take it. Jeez. Anyway, so for us to maintain our sanity here, I think we're going to move on to our next segment, which is, what did they really mean? All right, let's do it. All right. You want to introduce them? Yeah. So, Calais Campbell Excuse had Excuse me? Calais? Who are you? General Manager Je- Dave Caldwell? <laughs> That's the only person in the world that calls him Calais is the guy who signed him to $60 million and now you. That's awesome. Anyway, what did, what did Calais Campbell say? <laughs> he said... <laughs> Calais. Anyway. Um, this is what he had to say when asked about stopping the run. And when we stop the run, we're a tough team to beat. But when teams run for like that, like they ran today, you know, we're gonna lose. And it's just if no ifs ands or buts about it. You know, we can't let the run game, you know, let them run the way that, like they did today and expect to win ball games. So. so interesting comment that I picked up on from that quote was when he mentioned that when you let teams run like that, you lose. Um, I kind of have a problem with that because I feel that if you let teams run like that. It's also a reflection of your skill. Like, why are you allowing those sort of runs to be successful? Because they suck. (laughs) It's not like they're letting them, like saying, here, do it. They're trying. Well, maybe they're not. That's my point. The skill is not there to prevent stuff like that from happening, and that's a problem. Not that they're necessarily pulling those runs and... I've, I've heard this same thing from him three times now. It happened in Carolina. It happened against the Texans in London. And now it happened again. And every time is, oh, we're better than that. We should be better than that. We can't let teams do that. At some point, it just keeps happening. And it's like, okay, whatever, man. They're going to play the, um, the Titans next week. And every time, the Jaguars seem to be down and out. Can't get worse from here. They have a game against the Titans, and Derrick Henry runs for 300 yards on them, and it just seems set up the exact same way. Prove me wrong, Jags, but I don't see it happening. 
it's always the, this is it. If you lose this game, I mean, hopes are bleak already. There's like a, 10, a 5% chance of making the playoffs right now. And then the Titans just wash that 5% away and it's over. So let's see what they're made of next week, but I'm not too confident. All right, and our next quote is from DJ Chark on the receiver's connection with Nick Foles. I feel like me, as well as the other receivers, and Nick, we, we made some plays. Uh, we can make more, and we will make more. You know, so, you know, for us, it's just step one. We still got six more, and I think we're going to look back at this game and won't remember it as much because of the next six. He sounds pretty confident um, referencing the next six games, but I do have to say that we as fans need some of that optimism Kool-Aid that he's having. I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him. He's having a really good season. He continues to have a good season. He can be confident because he's the probably the only player that's consistently playing well game after game on this team. Um, so that's great, but... Yeah, the optimism, whatever. You guys can keep playing well, but if you're just going to keep getting blown out and get, you know, yards that don't mean anything, then whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm happy for him. He's playing well. But it's just words. We got to see it for once and for all and see it consistently cuz we haven't yet. And our final quote from Fournette on his thoughts about the game. Oh, Len, we're feeling you. I mean, I got no answer. So, that's all I got. Man, I'm good. But, I mean, I ain't got no answer for no questions, so, nothing to say. He sounds really frustrated. Now, that's a man on the same wavelength as me. I'm feeling those vibes. Someone at work today asked me, Oh, hey, how was Nick Foles' first game back? I was like, I have no answer for your questions. I'm good. That's it. Bye. But I know why he's frustrated. He got nine carries, maybe eight carries for the whole game. This is the guy who's like at the top of the league in rushing, and he gets eight tries to run the ball. He's frustrated, but, I mean, he's probably just frustrated with the inconsistencies over the last couple of years with the team. It's just building up. He's really changed his approach. He's changed the way that he plays. He's been a leader, and... Just has to deal with this crap as well. So he's just pissed and he doesn't want to answer questions. He's embarrassed just like all of the fans are. That was embarrassing. Anyway, we're going to take a break and hear from our sponsors. We'll be back in a few. All right, and we're back. So let's get into what would Blake do. Let's try and end this podcast on a little bit more light, positive spin. So now that Gardner Minshew is to the bench... Blake Bortles is always going to be on the bench. If those two were to get together, what do you think Blake would talk to Gardner about? Um, I would say that Blake would ask Gardner for fashion tips. Yeah. Because, um, you know, that style is impeccable and it's not easy to mimic. So he would ask him for tips and where he shops and that denim shirt that he had on the other day. Oh, with the old school Jags logo? Yes. So money. So money. You know, he was wearing basically a Canadian tuxedo. For those who don't know, a Canadian tuxedo is when you wear denim pants, like jeans, and a denim shirt. And 
That's a Canadian tuxedo and looks smashing in that. So. Yeah, he looked good. I don't think Blake could rock a bandana, though, because he doesn't have the flow. He doesn't have the hair. He has no hair. So that's a tough look, I think. Honestly, I think Blake would ask Gardner, hey, man, like I was in Jacksonville for five years and I wasn't a third of the celebrity that you became in one month. How did you do it? What'd you do? And then Gardner would be like, well, you know, man, I just came and I was myself and you know, I just worked hard at practice and Blake would be like, ah, that's not going to help. So anyway. Yeah, I mean, Blake was himself the entire time, right? Yeah. Some people got it, some people don't. Yeah. Some people don't. Well, it's been a negative podcast, Nicole. Going into week 13, I believe it is. Jags, four and six. How do you think the fans are feeling? Not great. Just, you know, they feel like Fournette right now. Just don't talk to them. Leave the fans alone. They need to um, come to terms with what's happened and see how the rest of the games pan out. Yeah, my mistake. It's week 12, this upcoming game. But, yeah, it's all the same. Like I said, 5% chance of making the playoffs in my, and that's, you know, my high-tech math. That's what I'm saying, about 5%. But beat the Titans, even though it's super unlikely. Beat the Titans. And then we're going to be, finally, in Jacksonville for the next home game against the Bucks. Yeah. And maybe we should do a little recording at the tailgate. What do you think? Yeah, I think we should. I think and that'd be really great. I think that would be pretty fun. So we'll get a lot of perspectives of the fans we'll get a lot of thoughts on big cat country from the fans we'll interview some people i'll be there you'll be there yeah mom will be there absolutely i want to say my favorite episode of our podcast was last week's if you missed that you should definitely go and give it a listen i was at work listening to that and i could not stop laughing yeah she did a really good job and i think it's soon enough, it's just going to be you and her, and I'll be gone. I'll be fired. Kicked, kicked off of Big Cat Country and SB no, Nation. I think he'll just literally be on the floor refusing to comment while you and your my, and you, me and your mom have the podcast. Yeah, probably. I always seem to be on the floor in this podcast. Anyway, we'll talk to you next week. Go Jags. I'm here for your fans. Nicole's here for your fans. I think we're all feeling the same. Hello, darkness, my old friend, right? Right, right. We'll see you guys next week. All right, bye.